0: Welcome back to another episode of the Power Sports and Rebellion Show. I am your host, Matt Powers. Thank you again for joining me. Don't forget to visit the website, powersportsandrebellion.com. Also, you can follow up there on Instagram, at Powers Autographs. Are we talking all things full-sized NFL helmets today? These are highly collectible. We've got some new people coming in the hobby, and they're really unsure what to buy. And it is, it is kind of confusing. There are a ton of different helmets out there. And we're gonna be hopefully clearing the air. So at the end of the video, hopefully you've got a good understanding and uh, a good understanding of what you would like to purchase for your collection. All right. So today we're gonna talk about a couple different things. Number one, who manufactures the current NFL helmets? What's the difference between a replica and an authentic? And also, what's a VSR4? You may have seen those kind of floating around the internet. And then what are the different parallel helmets? You kind of probably have seen these. We got the Blaze, the Lunar, Eclipse. There's so many different ones out there. What are the differences there? And should you be buying any of these? And then how do you decide what to buy? Is it going to be a replica or is it authentic? I'll share with you my secret formula on how I decide what to buy there. But again, which ones should you collect? I'll cover that at the end of the video. And then I'll also tie in some uh, pen choices for you on the full-size helmets. All right, so first off, let's talk about the manufacturers. The current manufacturer of the NFL, and I believe most of the college helmets right now, is Rydell. They make pretty much everything. Uh, Shutt used to make a lot of the college ones in the past, but mainly it's all Rydell right now. The typical helmet that Rydell makes is called a speed helmet. And how you can tell if it's a speed helmet is it has holes on the top of the helmet, Yes, I know for us Autograph people, those those holes are super annoying. They they get in the way of the Autograph, especially on uh, the mini helmets. Full-size helmets, not so much there. But that's how you can tell uh, what a speed helmet looks like because it's got those holes on top of the helmet. The main difference between a replica and an authentic helmet is the replicas do not have any padding on the inside of the helmet while the authentics do. Looking at the helmet from the outside in, you would not be able to tell anything from the outside. However, when you flip it on the inside, you will see padding on the authentics. I mentioned at the beginning of the video a VSR4 helmet. This is the style helmet that Rydell made in the past, kind of in the early Tom Brady kind of era. You'll see some Tom Brady helmets on VSR4s. Uh, Tom Brady autographs on them. They don't have any holes on top of the helmet. They are just the absolute best to get signed with autographs. So if you see some out there unsigned, they don't make them anymore. But if you do see some, I would definitely suggest picking some up, hold on to them, and wait for that next autograph signing because they are absolutely golden to get signed. All right, so uh, outside of the standard NFL helmet, okay, so the one that you see kind of the – style of logo and the colors that the player is wearing on the actual field. The NFL also makes a variety of kind of parallel helmets and they make a bunch of them. I mentioned a couple at the beginning they've got the uh, lunar ones. They've got the eclipse. The blaze was kind of the first one that kind of set this trend off. And the blaze one is really cool. I've had a Tom Brady one signed uh, blaze uh, sold it a long time ago, but it was, it was pretty sweet. Uh, they've also got the salute to service one, so if you are you know active or former uh, current uh, former military, those are pretty cool to get done. Uh, they've also got a speed flex helmet, which we will kind of talk about here uh, in a little bit. These ones are highly collectible, and they're mainly highly collectible because they're something different. Uh, you know, a lot of collectors kind of get bored with their collection sometimes, and um, you know they're collecting, let's say uh they're a 49er fan they're getting full-size helmets on montana rice and young and they're getting them let's say on the style that the the current 49ers wear the speed style right but they want to get something different they want to get jerry rice on an eclipse helmet because they're you know their collections kind of getting a little stale and they want to do something different or they just like the style of the helmet so these are highly highly collectible don't get it wrong people a lot of people really like these helmets but most people really collect just kind of the standard stuff. So, but if you want to branch out and do some of the, uh, you know, parallel ones, by all means, they are absolutely highly collectible to do. The Speed Flex helmet, which I mentioned at the beginning, is a popular style of helmet to uh, collect, especially if you are getting in on a quarterback who wears that style of helmet. However, these helmets can be really expensive and sometimes difficult to find. They do retail for somewhere around $600. So you're going to have to be very, very picky about who you get on this style of helmet. Uh, again, I would only get players who wear this style of helmet. I would not be getting a Dan Marino on a Speedflex. He didn't even wear this helmet. It wasn't even around when he was playing. So always get the player who wears that style of helmet, get their autograph on that style of helmet if it makes sense financially. You can also buy the speed style throwback helmets. For example, we have a Dan Marino signing coming up here next month. And finding an exact you know VSR 4 kind of in the style that Marino wore is Basically almost impossible. It's a very difficult helmet. fine. However, Rydell does make speed throwbacks. Now, it's the same style as the current players wear. However, it has the logos from the era that Marino played in. So that is, that's a big deal. I, I definitely strongly suggest buying helmets that closely resemble what the player wore on the field, but also from the era that they wore. As close as we can currently do it. Never going to get a, a perfect match most of the time but if you can match up the logos and whatnot that definitely uh, adds a little bit more of authenticity to the piece in my opinion there's no point in in getting a Dan Marino autograph on a speed flex (laughs) okay I see this all the time it's it's cool I get it it's something different but he never wore a speed flex and he never even wore that style I mean there he was lucky to be wearing helmets at the age you know in the decade that he was playing in all right so it just doesn't make any sense to me. But again, hey, it's your collection. You do what you want there. All right. So how do I decide if I'm going to be buying a replica versus an authentic helmet? Most of the authentics kind of uh, retail generally around 300 bucks or so. The replicas can range, you know, somewhere around 175, 200. Depends on you know what's in stock, who you're buying it from. So my general rule of thumb is if I am paying close to or more for the autograph, I will generally go with uh, an an authentic. For example, if the autograph is around $300 and the authentic is $300, I'm generally going to go with an authentic. If the autograph is less than the cost of the helmet, for example, if I'm buying a hundred dollar autograph, I will typically probably do those on a replica helmet. It just doesn't make much sense to for me to buy a uh, you know authentic helmet it just raises the price and if the autograph is already slightly cheaper most people don't really want to fork over you know <coughs> a couple extra 100 dollars for that authentic helmet on a cheaper autograph in my opinion now you're going like autograph like Tom Brady who's at a couple thousand dollars of course yes absolutely do that on a authentic helmet if you can 100% of the time all right, so hopefully that kind of clears the air on the authentics and kind of uh, in the replicas and which ones to buy and which ones maybe not to. Let's talk about pens for just a brief moment here. Typically, what I like to do on the helmets is I do a paint pen. It just quote unquote pops a little bit more for me, especially if I'm doing like a white paint pen or a silver paint pen. If you're doing kind of the standard black color, you know, you can definitely go with a black Sharpie. It's perfectly fine. You'll be absolutely okay there. But if you want to do a paint pen and you think it's a little bit more of a bolder color, by all means, feel free to. Sometimes I like to do a Sharpie on a full-size helmet if I'm getting a ton of inscriptions on there. And the reason being is a Sharpie tends to dry a little bit quicker than a paint pen, so you kind of... Uh, minimize kind of this quote unquote spidering effect sometimes when you see with uh, a paint pen just allows for a little bit cleaner of an inscription but again totally up to you on the paint pens or sharpies with black you can't really go any uh, any real wrong direction there but if you want to do a specialty color such as a white I would definitely suggest doing a paint pen alright so hopefully that gives you kind of a quick rundown of the helmets Again, there's no real right or wrong answer. Do what's best for you and your collection there, but hopefully this brings a little bit of clarity to you. Again, don't forget to visit the website and check out all the autograph signings that we have coming up there, powersportsremobilia.com. Also, give me a follow over there on Instagram at powersautographs, and I will see you on the next episode.